Today, we continue our player-by-player -player look at the Islanders roster with Andy Green. What was his season like? What is his future like? An Islanders legend has a rink named after him. And the Bridgeport Islanders stay alive. All that and more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody. Hope you all had a great weekend. I know I did. And uh, thank you for being a part of the Locked On Islanders family and for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show. If there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a, a question you'd like to ask us, a comment about something we said on the show, or maybe a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the show, Feel free to send us an email. The email address, as always, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. If you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings from the draft to trade rumors, to free agency, and who the next coach is going to be. We will have it all for you throughout the offseason right here on Locked on Islanders. We will continue our player-by-player -player review of this season, and we are turning now toward defenseman Andy Green. Green Right now, 39 years of age. He will turn 40 in October. And here is a guy who has spent the last three, well, two-plus seasons with the Islanders. He was acquired at the trade deadline in 2019-2020. Played 69 games for the Isles this year. Two goals, 10 points, was a minus 13, and had only 10 penalty minutes all year. Given the Islanders 17 minutes, 25 seconds of ice time per uh, game on average, that's 10 seconds a game less than what he did a year ago. And, you know, the thing about Andy Green, uh, you know, steady, smart, but, you know, how often, I guess, the question is, is he physically willing at this stage in his career? Uh, he's not going to contribute a lot of offense, but 
He is not going to make too many major mistakes in his own zone, at least not positionally. And, you know, there are times when he's going to turn the puck over. There are times when uh, he's going to get out-muscled a little bit. But, you know, Andy Green is reliable. And having him on the roster, uh, having him out there on the bench and on the ice, it almost gives you an extra assistant coach for the defenseman especially. And while we've talked a lot about what Zdeno Chara has meant to the development of some of the younger defensemen, especially Noah Dobson, don't overlook what Andy Green does. Andy Green is a professional's professional. He certainly gets the job done and is one of those players that knows how to... uh, you know, be in the right place at the right time and just sort of gets, uh, you know, uses his experience and uses his knowledge of the game, knowledge of the players to anticipate plays and get in the right place at the right time. Does he have speed at this stage in his career? No. Is he the biggest, most physical player at this stage in his career? He's 5'11", a buck 90. Uh, kind of average size, average weight. Uh, But, again, is he still a useful player at this stage in his career? Yeah, he probably is. He is not going to be more than a third-pair defenseman at the age of 39. Uh, But, you know what? If he comes back, and I don't think necessarily that he will, Andy Green would be, to me, the ideal seventh defenseman, maybe even a player coach on a team like the Islanders. Let him be the next Dennis Seidenberg, where at the end of the season, maybe he plays 25, 30 games, but he helps in practice. He schools the younger players and and, and helps them advance and accelerate quickly as far as where they're at in their development, uh, leads them by example as far as preparation is concerned for games, for practices, for uh, film study and all of that, but you're not going to get significant uh, minutes from him. He's not going to play 25 minutes a game. He's not going to be the leader of your team from a play-by-play standpoint but he can certainly add something to the mix because of his veteran experience. I believe the odds are that Andy Green may very well retire at the end of the season. If he chooses not to retire and comes back, then the question becomes, do the Islanders want to bring him back? He's already played. He played last year at $750,000, which is more or less the veteran minimum. So, you know, is it worth paying him the same thing to come back and play at or near the veteran minimum for one more year and let him serve as an insurance policy? I think part of it is going to depend on what Zdeno Chara does. If Chara retires and Green wants to come back, I, I could see Lou Lamorello saying, all right, one more year, Andy, veteran minimum, you're back. We're not promising you, you know, to be a full-time player. But we know you can contribute and help the team, even if it is uh, to a large extent with intangibles more than with specific aspects of your game. But 
we have to see, you know, what Green wants to do and then whether or not the Islanders want him back. And I think part of it is going to be determined by who the next coach the Islanders hire, who's that going to be, and what kind of a system does that coach want to play. I think, you know, you get a coach who has a similar system to what Barry Trotz played. If they certainly, if they hire Lane Lambert, uh, Andy Green, more likely to uh, be welcome back, but we'll see uh, whether or not Andy Green will be an Islander next year. I would say this, uh, the odds of him coming back as an Islander are better than the odds of him coming back and playing elsewhere. Uh, In my mind, it's likely he's either going to retire or come back and play for the New York Islanders, but we'll take a look and see. Uh, To me, if he's one of your top six defensemen, that's a little bit of an issue. If he is going to be your seventh defenseman, I think that's like sort of the perfect spot for him to be in, and we'll see uh, what he ends up doing. We have got a lot more to discuss. We'll have the latest on the Bridgeport Islanders playoff run in the AHL, plus uh, a rink named after an Islanders Hall of Famer uh, on Long Island, so we'll talk about that. And we also have our Islanders birthday of the day, a physical defenseman who was a member of all four Islanders Stanley Cup winning teams. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. Now, for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL playoff game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So the Bridgeport Islanders, uh, staying alive. They get the job done by uh, winning a important game, game three of their best of five series. They lost both of their first two games at home in Bridgeport both by one goal, you know, game one we, we talked about, game two, which was last Thursday night, a double overtime thriller that the Islanders lost 7-6, to six, and the Islanders fell behind 4 nothing in this game, and that was in the first period, ended up tying it 6-6, but 3-36 into uh, double overtime, Zach Dalpy ends up scoring the goal, and it ends up being the game winner, obviously. And, you know, in the first period, you're down 4 nothing, and at the end of the period, you're down 5-3. So this team certainly bounced back. And Corey Schneider, who had played so well throughout the playoffs so far for Bridgeport, replaced by uh, Jakob Skarek, who stopped 31 of 34 shots. And again, I think when you look at it, 
too many uh, defensive breakdowns for Bridgeport overall. And that's one of the things that cost them in the first period and ultimately in the game. Simon Holmstrom getting the first goal. Michael Dalcole the second. And then Kyle McLean with a shorthanded breakaway goal to make it 5-3 after one period. Uh, but, wow, I mean, just a real uh, gutsy comeback effort. And, you know, Chris Terry finding Austin Zarnick with a pass early in the second period to pull to within 5-4. to four. And then, you know, coming back and just forcing the overtime, you have to be pleased with that. But ultimately, losing both games at home, uh, hurting this Islanders team, and you're like, okay, you're in trouble, you lose all uh, both home games, what happens now? How would the Islanders respond? Well, game three, the Islanders get two goals from Simon Holmstrom in the third period. They're three minutes, 40 seconds apart, and the Islanders win it 3-2 to two over the checkers and uh, stay alive, and that was the big point. Corey Schneider came back, made 32 saves, so even though he didn't play particularly well in Game 2, bounces back and has a good game in Game 3, and I, I think Brent Thompson's decision to go back to the proven veteran for Game 3 spoke volumes. Uh, Chris Terry also scoring on this one and picking up an assist. Austin Zarnick with two assists. So all three of those players, Terry, Zarnick, Holmstrom with multiple point games, and the Islanders stayed alive. So uh, a big one there. And I think part of it was what Corey Schneider did in the first period. It was scoreless. But the fact that after having a shaky game, too, Schneider came back out and did the job uh, with shutting him out in the first period. I think it just really gave the Islanders confidence that they were going to get the good goaltending, and they did it. The penalty kill was good. They killed both Charlotte power play chances, but the Islanders' power play, unfortunately, going 0-2. for 2. Game uh, 4 is tonight, a 7 o'clock Eastern time start. Again, the checkers are the home team, but you can get the game on AHL TV and uh, watch it there. This a big one. If the Islanders can win tonight, they force a fifth and deciding game, and that, folks, would be a big one. It would be Wednesday night at 7 o'clock if they are able to. To pull it off. Meanwhile, uh, some touching news locally on Long Island. The Dix Hills Ice Rink, uh, which is run by the town of Huntington, they have renamed the rink the Clark Gillies Arena. And uh, I'll tell you, that was a, a touching moment. Uh, it was done this past weekend on Saturday, and a lot of uh, People in attendance, Pam Gillies, Clark's uh, widow, uh, quoted as saying, I can say with 100% certainty that Clark would have been so proud of this honor that you have bestowed upon him. I cannot tell you how happy Clark would have been to know that future generations of figure skaters and hockey players will be learning the game that he loved in a rink bearing 
his name. So that was touching. Bob Nystrom also there. Uh, he said, I think it's fantastic. There's no question that young kids should see that name hanging over them because he was an all-star. He did a lot for these youngsters and for their families, and it's a heck of a way to give him the recognition that he deserves. In addition to Nystrom and Pam Gillies, John Tonelli, Pat LaFontaine, Ed Westfall, Patrick Flatley, and Dwayne Sutter were on hand representing the alumni. And then from the current Islanders, co-owner John Ledecky, Anders Lee, Casey Sezikis, Josh Bailey, Cal Clutterbuck, and Matt Martin all there. And Matt Martin had this to say, which I think was absolutely appropriate. There will never be another Clark Gillies, but if we could all strive to be a little more like him, this world would be a much better place. And then Martin mentioned the three things that Clark Gillies loved, his family, helping kids, and the New York Islanders. So uh, a moving moment and an appropriate tribute to Clark Gillies, a man who did a lot for the Islanders on the ice, but maybe did even more after his retirement for Long Island. I mean, you go to Huntington Hospital, there's a wing of the hospital, uh, the juvenile wing named after Clark Gillies for the money that his foundation uh, put into it. And, you know, to have the rink named after him is certainly uh, a fitting tribute to Clark Gillies, his impact in the hockey community and on Long Island in general. So, uh, Check out the, that rink at the Dix Hills Ice Rink in Dix Hills Park on Vanderbilt Parkway. And, uh, you know, it, it, I've been at that rink many times, and it was great to, to see uh, Gillies honored in that way. And there is a, a banner with his number nine jersey uh, hanging in the rafters, and then uh, a logo with, uh, that says Dix Hills Park, Clark Gillies Rink, with a, his number nine and a two crossed hockey sticks now painted at center ice. And, and again, just a very fitting and appropriate uh, legacy for the late, great Clark Gillies, who we lost earlier this year. We have got more to discuss on today's show. We have a, a four-time Stanley Cup winner with the Islanders, a physical defenseman who doesn't always get remembered the way he should. He's our Islanders' birthday of the day. We've got that and more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing it was only 150 calories but packed 16 grams of protein. That's what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs and I have never had anything like this before. They're available right now, but we can't promise that they'll be there tomorrow, so get them today at Built.com. And if you haven't tried the puffs, I'll let you in on a little secret because that's what friends do. It's a chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. It's delicious flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. And with just 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only 9 grams of sugar, this limited-time flavor is an amazing option if you're looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. Go to Built.com and get birthday cake puffs now. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. 
Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. Yesterday, Sunday, was the 68th birthday of former Islanders defenseman Dave Longevin, the native of St. Paul, Minnesota, kind of drafted as an afterthought, a seventh round pick of the Islanders, 112th overall back in the 1974 NHL amateur draft. He played four years at the University of Minnesota Duluth. And then because he was also drafted by the WHA's Edmonton Oilers, he signed with Edmonton and played with them for three seasons, 76-77 through 78-79, the last three years that the WHA was in existence. But when the WHA admitted four teams into the league, they could only protect a small number of players. And Longevin joined the Islanders in 1979-80, right in time for the four Stanley Cup runs. Stayed with the Isles through the end of the 84-85 season. So he was an Islander for six seasons. They won four Stanley Cups, reached the Cup final in the other year. Uh, not a bad run for Dave Longevin. And Longevin, never a dirty player, but always a physical, defensive defenseman. Wasn't going to make a lot of headlines like your Gillies and your Trotjes and your Bossies and uh, your Dennis Potvans. But you ask Billy Smith and Chico Resch and Roland Melanson, you ask the Islanders goalies from this era what Dave Longevin meant to this team. And they'll tell you how important his physicality was. Topped 100 penalty minutes twice with the Islanders uh, in 79-80 and again in 80-81. Never a big goal scorer. His most prolific offensive season, four goals and 21 points in 1982-83. We're going to go back and look at one of his better games with the Islanders. And uh, this is game six of the Patrick Division Finals of the playoffs, April 23rd, 1982, at Madison Square Garden. Islanders up three games to two in the series, looking to close out the Rangers. Billy Smith, the goalie for the Islanders. Eddie Mio is the goalie for the Rangers. And the Islanders get on the board first. Butch Goring, his third, unassisted 11-01 of the first period. Islanders take the lead, but... Gordy Lane heads off for roughing. The Rangers get a power play, and Rayo Rutalainen cashes in. His fourth, Ron Duguay and Mark Pavlich with the assist at 13-13. After one period, Islanders won, Rangers won. Butch Goring makes it a 2-1 game. His fourth of the playoffs, Dwayne Sutter, the assist just 33 seconds into the second period. But the Rangers do answer back. Billy Carroll of the Islanders off for hooking. Barry Beck, the Rangers captain. His first of the playoffs, Rayo Rutalainen and Mark Pavlich with the assists. Two power play goals for the Rangers. We're tied at two. Bob Bourne, however, puts the Isles back in front. His fourth, Dave Longevin, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and Mike Bossy with the assists at 18-17. Islanders three, Rangers two after two periods of play. The Rangers tie it. In the third, five minutes, 46 seconds in, Robbie Fatorek, his seventh, Barry Beck and Rayo Rutalainen with the assist. We're all even at 3-3, but 13:52 into the third period, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Dave Longevin, his second of the playoffs. Wayne Merrick with the only assist. That is the go-ahead goal, 
And then, with 32 seconds left, an empty netter by Bob Bourne. His fifth in the playoffs from Dennis Potvan seals it. Islanders beat the Rangers 5-3, close out the series in six games at Madison Square Garden. Billy Smith, 22 saves to earn the win. But for Dave Longevin, our Islanders' birthday of the day, a goal, two points, a plus two, three shots on goal, and yes, he had the game-winning goal. So, we're a day late, but happy birthday to former Islanders defenseman Dave Longevin. Longevin, after leaving the Islanders, played one season for the Minnesota North Stars, one season with the LA Kings. Uh, He played in 513 NHL games, 12 goals, 119 points, 530 penalty minutes, and 87 playoff games, all with the Islanders, two goals, 19 points there. He also played in 216 WHA games with the Oilers and 23 more playoff games with the Oilers. Dave Longevin, a physical defenseman, a steady rock on the Islanders' blue line during the dynasty years. We wish him a very happy birthday and many happy more. The coaching search continues for the Islanders. We will keep you up to date on all of that. And of course, on tomorrow's show, we'll also discuss the Bridgeport Islanders and tell you how they did tonight in game four of that playoff series. So we've got a lot more to talk about, and we will continue our player-by-player discussion of the Islanders roster. Uh, We have got a lot of players to discuss. We've only done three so far. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. From first-round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.